Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm appalled at what you said on that pod thing. It's disgusting. This is the After the Show podcast. It's where we get honest and real with your ass. So sit back, relax, have a blast, because it's time for the After the Show podcast. Yeah, hello, and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. Happy, happy little Monday. Virginia tore it up in Tallahassee over the weekend, going there for Parents Weekend. It was fun. I went to a bar called Pot Bellies. Okay. They call it Pots for short. Okay. It was so much better than that first bars that she brought me to a few weeks ago. The strip, kind of gross. But Pots, I loved Pot Bellies. I loved... It was such a cute vibe. That's how you know when a place is trendy and cool, it gets a nickname. Right. Going to Pots. Going to Pots, baby. I loved Pots. And a lot of the parents had got tables at Pots, and so they were just doing tables and bottle service. And so I went over there and mooched off of the parents that were doing that. So that was nice. Okay. (laughs) Now, there's kind of the strip. Is that different from where College Town is? So the strip is like right across from campus, and it's really close to where some of her friends' dorms are. Okay. The strip is like really close to like. Is it kind of on a hill? Yes. Okay. You have to enter the strip from the backside. Uh huh. Okay. And it's like all these little bars in like a strip mall, but it's kind of tricky because from the street you wouldn't know that it's a row of bars but around the back side and then you go into them and then it's like yeah it's like four bar- there's a clubby bar there's a country bar there is like a sportsy bar like it's like five little bars in one strip okay but it is bare bones baby it is no frills it is very uh right roughing it yeah. as far as a bar atmosphere for right. me. And then the fancier place is College Town. Is that what it is? I liked pots, pot pot bellies. It was fancier. I don't know if that's the College Town area. College Town, you showed me a place called Township. And okay, so that's, that, that's a totally different area. Right, yeah. So pots is not right next to College Town. Pots is kind of in its own little area. And then College Town, you have like Madison Social. Right. Cooches. That's the College Town area. And Township, which we loved Township. Mm -hmm. That was a great sports bar for watching uh, football yesterday. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've, uh, I've been in that. That's where we went. I mean, I did go to the Potts area, but we didn't really spend a lot of time in there because it was kind of ratchet. So we went to the college <laughs> town area, and that was really nice yes. with uh, the bars there. It's elevated over there. Okay. College town is elevated. Okay. I went to some big old, big old country bar that I think is still there. I think it's considered legendary. I think that's where I saw Kenny Chesney. He was just, just chilling out. No one knew who the fuck he was, and he was playing – his, his song that was about to go on the radio ended up being it twice and being a big old hit. And I think it's still there. Legendary okay. Cowboy Bar. Not, don't, not, what the fuck I'm talking about? Nothing. <laughs> uh, you know it's Pots, baby. Pots, go to Pots. <laughs> Try to relate. You guys were just talking Tallahassee. Oh, you uh, got in there. You got in there. I know, dick. <laughs> I watched a little bit of the game. I thought uh, things may not go well at first, but Florida State uh, pulled it out, so everybody was happy. There's there's nothing more depressing than blowing a game that you're supposed to win. Oh, that would have been bad. Yes. You would have known what it uh, would have felt like to be a Miami Hurricane. I now know, too, you know, if you're going to that stadium, there is one side to sit on and there's one side that you don't want to sit on because the sun, just like at Dolphin Stadium, right. the sun is on the visitor side. That's where my tickets were, and we had to leave at halftime. We were cooked. Did did that coach get get under put under fire on the uh, after the game in the press conference? I didn't see any of Mario it. Mario Cristobal, yeah, coach for the Miami Hurricanes. They had the game won. They had a ninety nine point nine percent chance of winning wow. on the snap where they decided to run the ball instead of taking a knee to end the game. The guy then they called a fumble, and that's debatable. But regardless, two plays later. Georgia Tech scores, yes, it is going to be a tough one for him to live down because they're calling it the most boneheaded coaching decision maybe in all of college football history, but definitely for the Miami Hurricanes. Did they give him shit there during the press conference, or did he say, I'm not talking? Uh, yeah, and he said, yeah, we should have taken a knee. And so that's all you can do. He kind of owned up to it. He's like, yep, kind of blew it. And so, wow. Yeah, and I was, because I had uh, dozed off because the game, I'm like, okay, it's over, Canes win. And I just kind of woke up, and I saw they were talking to the Georgia Tech coach. I'm like, they never do that. And then I saw the Georgia Tech players celebrate. I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I rewound. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I could not believe it. So I went right on Twitter because that's where I like going to see fan bases, bitch. Sure. And I've got a whole section that's just Miami Hurricanes. And, oh, my gosh, the meltdown that was going on. People are like, this is a fireball fence. Get them out now. Wow. Burn those jerseys because they wore special jerseys. And they'd even said, you know, if you're going to wear these cool jerseys, they do it for recruiting because they had about 40 to 50 huge recruits on the sidelines. And they wanted to make it flashy and impressive. And then they said, you know, you got to at least win if you're going to wear something new and flashy like that. So they will never wear those jerseys ever again. Could you imagine if everybody had to do a press conference after every time they did a job? Like, for example, you have to, every single day after the show, you would sit down and then have all these people asking you, so, Kevin, I noticed uh, today's show, Virginia would not shut the fuck up. What is all that about? How do you explain this? Imagine if you had to do if everyone had to do that yeah. for their job. Well, <laughs> yeah. To me, I would say this is that press conference where like you can send us the emails that are yes. challenging and, and whatever, and maybe we'll comment on the show. But yeah, that would that would be tough because we all have moments in our job where, yeah, that was kind of boneheaded. And you're right, you've got to try to explain it. And sometimes you just gotta say, Yeah, we we made the wrong call there. Well, a lot of times 
you know, the worst shit just happened when it comes to sports. So you're getting off of mm. probably one of your worst moments ever. Then you it's have to so sit raw. Down. It's so raw. You have to, then you've got people really like, needling you. Yes. You, you, you get a shitty show, and immediately after, you have to go answer 10 questions if you're getting needled. Yeah, I would like to see what the equivalent of what the Miami Hurricanes coach did on Saturday be to any other job. You know, something that it's just you could walk your way through it. It's not even a question. You know this is it. And you massively have ruined. I mean, the season, in a sense, is kind of ruined. Uh, they got to go to North Carolina and play a really tough game this week. So, in a sense, they almost really, I'd say, for where they thought they could go, they've kind of ruined the season oh. in just one boneheaded decision. Yeah, what's the uh, equivalent to, if you're a teacher, what would be the yeah. same type? Is, is that you walking into class I think it's chugging sh- a bottle of vodka? Yeah, I is would that think same? so, yeah. I think you walk into class and chug Fireball. I don't know. Is that the same kind of I don't know. It's a great move. question. I don't know what it would be, but, yeah, that's that's tough. Um, so anyway, so he's uh, having a tougher day, but he gets paid eight million a year, which I don't. So you know, I assume that's a lot easier <laughs> to deal with. You got to take your lumps when yeah. you look at all the zeros in your bank account. You're like, all right, I'll take a few lumps. For eight million, yeah. you got to answer the tough questions. I hope questions. he doesn't get fired over it. Yeah, Sean said, uh, for instance, like when cops, you ever seen that where they have a description of somebody and they tackle a guy in an alley and start beating the shit out of him, and then they realize they got the wrong guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is, that's a crystal ball. <laughs> Uh, the poor son of a bitch. There are videos. I mean, like beat the living piss out of this guy. I know. The, the, the videos that are crazy are, are when the cops do that, and then they realize they have done it to the person, and they're still kind of dicky to the guy. Yeah. Like, dude, like, shouldn't you immediately be like, bruh, let me buy you a soda? Humble I am pie. so sorry. Yeah. They yeah. don't. They're still all no. ginned up, and they're yelling at the guy, and the guy didn't do anything. The, the guy will be, you know. Rightfully mad, like you're, you're fucking up the wrong guy. Mm. It's not me. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're still attituding him. So Virginia dotted up on Friday and Saturday. Recovery is yesterday and today. Is that right? Yeah, that township had some good food. We yeah. had the big soft pretzel, phenomenal, and the cheese, same. Nachos, incredible. They had these thick waffle fries that were seasoned perfect. Uh-huh. Chicken tenders. Uh, we had. Uh, Chicken wrap. We had uh, Philly cheesesteak. Okay. We had so many yummy things yesterday at that township. Okay, yeah. They did uh, good stuff. They used to have a place in Fort Lauderdale that uh, is now turned into Tin Roof, but I liked it when it was township. I like okay. when it's, I like Tin Roof. It's nice, but still, it was it was a cool place. I did like township. Gosh, how many times does Tin Roof have to hear? I ain't rusted, probably, <laughs> at their bar. Tin Roof and rusting. Tin, tin Roof. You know, tin Roof. Yeah. I'm sure they hear that joke from people that are, I don't know, out of touch. Yeah, I don't know. You don't Cause, think? No, because I think... Just you, Dad, Joe. I think well, they have a, you don't think that happens, though? I think they have a lot of younger people. Like, my daughter, that's where she hangs out. She's a tin roof kind of person. She's 25. I think if I did that, she would just look at me like, I don't get it. What is he doing? But I think, the, isn't there a type of person that would do that? And, and obviously, people would They'd be the person get... that doesn't belong. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, they're... <laughs> Probably wearing. So when you do that at Tin Roof, and, just get up and leave. If I am, if I'm in Tin Roof, kick my ass right then and there ah. because I'm so not pumped that I'm in Tin Roof. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nothing against Tin Roof, by the way, only because I don't like going to trendy places. Uh, so we got an email from Felix. He said, "On your little kid or drunk adult from Friday, you remember the one with the uh, shot his BB, uh, his brother with a BB gun in the butt." Yes. Yeah, he was a little kid. I guess it was. He said, I am the brother, and he's still pretty useless. Just thought you guys should know. So. Oh, he 
Yeah, you heard that, yeah, so he's still salty. <laughs> Caitlin's in the, your daughter Caitlin's in the chat room. She's like, yeah, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the tin roof. I didn't think she'd know. It's an there? old reference to an old song. Yeah. But do oh, do any old people ever go there, or it, it's just Me, young people? That's about it. You mm. would be the oldest that would go there, probably. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. It's that it's part. that young and trendy. Yeah, typically that's uh, that's kind of the place uh, where the youngsters uh, wind up going. In fact, I just uh, dropped a question on our KBJ Show Facebook page. We'll probably get to it tomorrow. Uh, but the question is, uh, when you went clubbing, where did you go? Cause yeah, for my daughter, you know, I, I'm not sure probably tin roof would be her answer. Cause she's been going to tin roof, at least in Delray for a while. And they go to the one in Fort Lauderdale, uh, a good bit now. Um, so yeah. So where would your place be? Because I was thinking, I'm like, dang, mine would probably be monkey club, club safari. My- well, yeah. Monkey club, which isn't monkey club anymore. No. Now it is Pawn Shop, and I'm going there with Magnolia when she's in town this Saturday after Stars Ball. We have a Pawn Shop party. Oh, my Oof. God. After Stars Ball? I would turn that shit into Yawn Shop. I'd be so tired. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I'm old, homie. <laughs> yeah. I went to Flirts. Were you guys in town when Flirts was around? I think it had just ended. Uh, a buddy of mine who was like my best friend while he lived here, uh, he was a bartender there. At flirts, dude. Everybody went to flirts, and so yeah. many people were just oh, it was always just so many sex acts going on. Oh, I, hand jobs and fingerings. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they should have called it fingers. I hope that doesn't happen when I go there. Finger bang. <laughs> Is there a club named Finger Bang? Like, oh my god, this place would be so popular. I am not going to Finger Bang. <laughs> but you'd go there and it'd just be a bunch of dudes. Oh, there's a <laughs> finger banging going on. Here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there are some places that I miss. I mean, Monkey Club, I think, was in Club Safari were the two places when I got to town, like 99 uh, or before. Um, yeah, I know people talked about uh, Cruzan Liquor Stand. That was a place that yeah. is now Twin Peaks. And so I know that was a hot spot there for a while. I wonder, I always wonder, too, did I go to some places while you guys were in town and hang out while you guys are doing an event didn't even know I was there with you guys I always wonder that I was only at one of the two clubs that was the only two places I, I went ever to Monkey Club though back in the day you did okay yeah back, at, back in 99 2000 I would have been yeah if you're like the and what was that bar called that was across from Roxy's where we used to go and host like a Saturday night like 11 to 1a party yeah, that was where they had the oh, hookah, I, right? I the hookah place. Yeah, yes. the hookah. Was it the hookah yeah. bar? I think it was it? hookah the bar. Hookah yeah. bar. We were in there like every week. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. They signed, I think, an 11-year radio contract. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Panchita said Club Boca. I remember that. I had gone to Club Boca before. Uh, I can't remember what club. We used to go to Lauderdale every now and then. I think there's a club that we would go to. that I can't remember. I remember they just always throw the napkins up in the air, and I, I just, I, all I remember saying, I'm like, that's so wasteful. <laughs> <laughs> there was the uh, Banana Max. Do you guys remember that? I think I've heard of it. Up in Jupiter, right where, across the street from the Chili's, where that parking garage is now. There was, yeah. or called the Banana something. It was Banana ba- Max? Banana Max or Banana something. I don't remember, but I think I've heard of it. Oh, off the hookah was the hookah bar. Off the hookah. The hookah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that, that was, place was big. 
And then the Remember, it had like rooms and rooms yeah. and back rooms, and you're like, whoa, kind of carnal. Mass. It was carnal, kind of very, very sexual. I it had like. like a sex vibe. You should be wearing a mask and down low, getting fingered, getting fingered. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm. Right. I get a T-shirt. I got fingered at the hookah. Oh yeah, I, I just think all those bars are just fingerings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so much fingers. Yeah, Anna said uh, Island Jacks. And I don't think that's Island Jacks anymore, right? That's changed. We used to go there all the time yeah. when I first got on the show. Yeah. Loved Island Jacks. That's where you set me up on that that uh, blind date. Is that where we were? Where we, yeah, maybe. I can't remember if that's where we were. Yeah, that, I guess. Yeah, I that think restaurant that, that is that, yeah. where we are, yeah. They were sitting outside. It was an accident. It was one of those sneaky blind dates where Kevin bounced out and left him with this, this girl. Like, oh, I think it was... Get me on a blind date. Did you finger her? <laughs> there was no fingering. What a pussy. Didn't take you to the right place then. <laughs> Why you needed to go for it? Now, if that was in flirts, forget about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody getting fingered. Well, just, I mean, that's what you do with flirts. <laughs> Paul said uh, Waterway Cafe on Sundays. Remember reggae nights? That it yeah. was so big. That was big for a long time. I don't yeah. know if it still is. No, it's not. It's not the same. It it, it was so big, especially around baseball season, because a lot of the major league baseball players would go there. Trendy I think they're remodeling. Yeah. I think they they're are. remodeling it they right are. now. I don't think it's open. No, it's you not. can't they even go there now. Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's basically the only vodka I've ever had that you can have it on the rocks and just sip it and not make a face. That's the great thing about Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish on a delicious vodka. Grab some for yourself today. Atoll Vodka. I got it at Star Liquors right there on Indian Town Road in the public shopping center all the way east. But you can also go online at mashandgrape.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Three Olives. Do you remember that? Spooky I do movie. remember Three Olives. Yeah, where was Three Olives? Kind of fancy for and, the bird. And remember, I remember the one place they had. What was the Greek place, Taverna Opa? We were always there. Was, was that the one? Uzo Blue and Taverna Opa. I remember the Greek, those two Greek places for like a year or two were the hottest spots everybody went to. I, Greek was the new Italian. I was in a Greek yeah. restaurant prison every Friday night for, I think, seven years it felt like. I was doing some kind of... And we God. were drinking... What was that? What's it called? Grappa? No, the grappa is the Italian one. What's the Greek one? Oh my gosh. Uzo. Uzo. We would be drinking that Uzo and we'd be so hammered. We would get hammered. Hammered. Two hours of Uzo drinking. You're just drinking like this straight gasoline. Yes. Uzo is strong. Dude, you would get out of that. 
out of that appearance. You go, oh my gosh, I'm seeing five of you. I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, the guy who's uh, running Meat Market now, Boca, he used to be the guy that was running Taverna Opa. I was like, oh gosh, yeah, I'm like, I remember that. That was one city place, right? Yes. Yeah. That could not have been cheap rent. And I, and I think they, do they have one in Delray? I thought they did have two. Yeah. I think that, in fact, I'm wondering if the one in Delray is still open. I'm trying to remember. I thought they had another one. I think it was on the Ave. That Uzo place didn't have good hummus, though. I, I would always. I, I, they I, had good food. We would go early and we would eat. So thank goodness we weren't drinking Uzo on an empty stomach. I was drinking it on an empty stomach and I would leave <laughs> the seven bags of just so much hummus and pita and this fried cheese. And I just get on my couch, go, oh, thank God I got all this food. No yeah. curls to finger, but you fingered some food. If you ain't fingering, you're fooding. Yeah. <laughs> Are you mealing? You're mealing, yeah. <laughs> if there ain't no fingering going on, go to the second best option, which is food. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to uh, jump onto our Instagram and our Facebook, we got that up there. We'll uh, get into that. But uh, when you were in the club scene, what was your club? And you can pretty much tell, I think, somebody's age probably based on that. Definitely. Yeah. Got another uh, email here about uh, kind of a fun game and uh, the same vibe as, yeah, you could name somebody's uh, age by the club they went to. Michael said, yeah, we played this uh, game and it was where you asked three questions. The first movie you saw in theaters, first radar movie you saw, and then the first movie you made out in. Okay. Uh, his first movie he saw in a the theater was Cool Runnings. First R-rated movie was Hannibal. First movie he made out in was Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. He is 36 years old. Okay. Virginia has no idea, I'm sure. I have no yeah. clue. Do you have the answer? I do. 34. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I credit? Not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. I mean, at least I tried. <laughs> at least I gave you an answer. First movie I remember seeing in a theater, I think, was Superman 2. Oh, Neil Tazard, son of Jarrell. Yeah. Neil Tazard, Virginia. Oh, sorry. I love that movie. I love that Simmer movie. down. It's a Monday. It's a lot. It is. You're right. It's <laughs> Nobody's kneeling to Zod. I'm even annoyed with myself as you work, Kevin. First R-rated movie, I think, was Porky's. Okay. And then first movie I made out in... I don't know. I don't remember ever like being in a movie theater and just making out with somebody. Really? I don't know. No one got to, to put that. their fingers through that sweet mullet. No. <laughs> you know, I was. It was. Yeah, I don't really. No, I don't really have this. We didn't do uh, movies much when I was in high school or college. Uh, we didn't really have much in the way of. Th we weren't like you fancy city folk that had theaters. Yeah, we so, were very fancy in Lake Park. Yeah, it doesn't really apply to me on that. So, what's yours? Uh, this is fun. What about you, Virginia? First movie you saw in a the theater. Gosh, that's a good question. Okay, here comes the speed bump. I don't even know. I was sitting here trying to think of it. I mean, my mom made a big deal that summer that we went to go see E.T. and Annie. But. Oh, that, that's it. That's, that, that's big. That's my first real, like, big memory of, of movies that impacted my life. I love Little Orphan Annie. There you go. Okay, I love it. Yeah. Answer the other questions. What was the other question? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking. It's hard to think and talk. I'll get it. <laughs> what about well, you, Bert? What do you think? First movie you saw in theaters. Games ruined. Uh, first movie I saw in the movies yeah. was Return of the Jedi. Okay. 
first R-rated movie. It was Friday the 13th, and that was that was before. The original? The original, 1980, and I remember just being scared as fuck seeing it, but also being so thrilled and excited. Not like that. Charged up? No, not like Ready that. Ready to finger? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> he had a finger boner. Yes, but I, I just, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was fun. <laughs> and uh, what about uh, the first movie you made out in? The Rookie with Clint okay. Eastwood and Charlie Sheen. Okay, wow. Yeah. Wow, you remember all that? I do. I was in eighth grade and she was in 10th grade. And she was a lot more experienced than the bird. And she, she was coming off dating someone who was 18 and I was only 13. Oh, she wanted the finger. She did. She did. She you did, didn't know did, what to do with did, it. No, I was so nervous. How I mean, many how many wrong holes did you put it in before you found the right one? Man, it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll let you know pretty quick, Kev. Uh, that's my butt. <laughs> we, we never even had sex. I was too innocent, and we dated for five months. I was too. I, I was fucking. I was just too innocent. Oh uh, yeah, you like that? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, that's my I butt. I sucked. <laughs> that was the that was the girl. I asked her to do something on the Friday night, and, we're, and, we're, and we hadn't done anything in, in a while. And uh, I'm like, "Hey, so you want to go out Friday?" She goes, "Oh, Jason, that's such a fun night, though." That's when I that's when I knew it was over. Yeah, she was she was getting she was having sex with a guy named Michael, and I think getting hammered a lot, drinking hammered. You invited her out for a Friday night, and she was like, oh, no, that's such a fun night. I don't want to spend it with you. She was in high school. I was in middle school, and I didn't drink, and she was she was drinking. She was, Damn, she you're, was that, you're, that, you're that Monday guy. She wanted to drink and fucking <laughs> get her O-face. <laughs> she was ready to get on it. I was so fucking innocent. <laughs> uh, this is a uh, fun photo that uh, was sent in here. From Noel, here's a superstar twofer to make Kevin and Jay Bird happy. Dave Grohl and Corey Feldman hanging out backstage. That probably was the Austin City Limits that uh, the Foo Fighters played over the weekend. Oh. Love Dave Grohl. I'm not a Feldman fan anymore. No, you I, guys were playing some funny clips of him, though, last week where he... He's comedy funny. He ha- Oh, he's comedy funny. He had guys in his band trying to do some chant. <laughs> it was too long, and the crowd wasn't chanting back because it was like it's too difficult. It was too many words. It's his song, "The Comeback King," and he—you could tell this was such a Feldman idea. And you're right; he makes his band chant it for what was it? Long. Do you remember? It was like I'm here the he comes, the, the comeback, comeback kid. kid. It's too here long, the comeback kid. But they're all not in sync. First of all, <laughs> all their microphones. Here are he not comes, working. the comeback kid. Yeah, here he comes, and then Feldman. Uh, dashes onto the the stage while no one's chanting what they wanted to chant. But the drummer <laughs> is supposed to link it up with this the, the 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 computer, and it doesn't link up. And so you hear the drums out of sync with the computer version of it. <laughs> oh my god! Gets pissed off at the drummer. Oh, oh, can't we do this on time, guys? That's Strings. so funny. Then the, the the guitar player goes to play his guitar. <laughs> it's not plugged in. He goes across the st- the stage to yell at the person doing the DJ. <laughs> 
It's amazing. She's yelling at the DJ. All of this on stage, right in front of the audience. It's just, honestly, his live shows are hysterical. You know, it reminds me, when I was a kid, there was a comedy movie called Spinal Tap, and it was a spoof on all the hair bands and just all the dumb things that they would do. But, I mean, he's a movie in and of himself. He reminds me kind of like of a musical version of what's the guy that did that really cringy movie? He almost looks like Corey Feldman oh, with the uh, long, dark hair. Tommy Wiseau, The Room. Yes. He seems like a, a musical version of that guy. He is. That would be a pretty good. It just well, doesn't other, quite get it. The other thing, too, that's I, I'm very well versed in Corey Feldman. I've done the deep dive. Yeah. I just think he's a I think he lies a lot. I think okay. he's not truthful. I think he's mm-hmm. kind of scammy. And I, I think uh, I just I, I don't like him. I think he's a little slimy. And what's the weird thing? You said that uh, Denny's son doesn't like Corey Feldman. He cries every time he plays. <laughs> I've never seen Baby Lachlan cry. And I've seen him cry three times in the last week. And every time it's because a Corey Feldman song came on. Wow. Real? That, that, that's a real thing. <laughs> what the heck? What the heck? I guess you know you can't play any Corey Feldman. No, I can't. You can't can't play Feldman in front of. Stop terrorizing the children. We didn't realize it until like, wait a minute. Oh hey, oh my gosh, Corey Feldman. It's the song. It's it's just all. It's Corey Feldman in general. (laughs) (laughs) We probably watch a little too much Corey Feldman. Uh, Nicole said, I heard you guys were talking about Coldplay on Friday. Coldplay collaborated with K-pop group BTS. The song is called My Universe. And Chris Martin traveled to South Korea for three days just to meet BTS and record the song. That's the song I think you're talking about, Jay Bird. Okay. And uh, Andy said on Friday's show, you were talking about uh, the lights Coldplay and other sporting venues provided to fans. And I got to tell you, it's not new. Light sticks were invented by the K-pop group Big Bang in 2006. and They've been a staple in the K-pop industry. Yeah, it's uh, used a lot in uh, football, and I think what it was, it was kind of like more like uh, bands that people were putting on their wrist because these look like actual sticks. But, yeah, it was kind of you add to it so the audience is part of the light show Ah. that goes on. It's kind of a cool concept. So maybe it started in K-pop, and it's expanding to other lit performances. So thank you, K-pop, for your contributions to the lighting industry that is happening. Um, well, are you really going to watch that thing you do? Uh, not the, for a long time. You won't? It, It'll be a while. I mean, it's, it, you know, I don't get back to watching normal stuff really until football season's over. But do you also kind of find yourself struggling with all the new stuff that's out there going back to watch older stuff? I feel like you personally do tend to not want to watch the old stuff. Am I don't I all the time. That? But I, I don't, yeah. But I, if there's something that I missed and just never watched like that movie, then I might give it a shot. Just to kind of know what all the talk is about. I don't know if you're going to love it. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if it's the right thing for a Ralston to do. I think Virginia would like that movie. Okay. And I think Rocco would like that movie. Okay. I just, I, I wish you would just watch a fucking suggestion I give you, Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> is it on Netflix? Yeah, I don't know if it is, dog. <laughs> Uh, Kathy said, um, I've been watching the uh, podcast on Thursday and you had a comment about uh, Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago about his roof tiles being made on the thighs of women in Italy. I work for a roofing supply company and I handle all the roof tile for our branch. And I've heard of this before. So I called the manufacturer to confirm about 30 to 40 years ago. This is how those Spanish tiles were made. That is why it is larger on one end and smaller on the other. Now, they don't do it that way anymore, though, but the tile is very expensive, about $375 a square. Whoa. 
And wow, how about that? So I guess that's why that was a thing. And it he was, was making a deal out when the appraisal came up. By the size of women. It sounded so preposterous, but huh? how about that? Back huh? in the day, they did do it like that. Yeah. Here's a suggestion to take. Blue Ridge, Georgia. Full-blown Bigfoot country. There is a giant, large town square there. About a thousand life-size cutouts of Bigfoot placed in the woods along the roads, as well as dozens of themed stores. Uh, they got restaurants, even a museum with the world record size wooden Bigfoot, bones of a Bigfoot, and even a Sasquatch, Sasquatch toilet snake that's longer than a human arm. You can see in that photo right there. They, that's Bigfoot poo. That's <laughs> what they try to say, at least. They got so many of those cool Bigfoot statues that are out there. That that wooden one I love. Uh, my dream is to get one of those Bigfoot statues eventually. It just, they are okay. kind of a pretty penny. So, some of, a, lot, a lot of it, too, they don't have Bigfoot statues down here in South Florida. So if you're going to order that, the shipping is through the roof, Virginia. How does a man survive? I think you're going to have to do a local pickup. Whenever you do buy that thing, you're going to have to drive to wherever it is or see it in a roadside place that has a good deal on it. A lot of places that have, like, the garden sculptures – have stuff like that. How far is is insane to drive to do to, to go to a to, to give it a Bigfoot statue here back here in South? I mean, Florida. you've been to Ohio for a Sasquatch festival, so. I mean, you are right. But I mean, was, Georgia. I mean, that's nothing. There was more to that than just a Sasquatch festival. There's your dad, and there was yeah. you know doing a fun thing for the show. But they do. I do remember when we would drive uh, to Atlanta all the time. There were a lot of Bigfoot signs I would see on the road. Now I don't know if that if I was going through the right area, but. Uh, Georgia does seem to have a Bigfoot thing. And there's parts of Florida, too, that it gets weird with these odd shops. You got to get off the beaten path. You got to get, like, in the backwoods. You got to go by, like, the the cool little markets and stores and stuff that's, like, not the turnpike. St. Augustine's got some cool stuff like that. That's Mm -hmm. why I got a lot of dinosaur shit. But, yeah, it was in this weird... Odd little town, like a like a one light town. Yes, yeah. Feel like there's got to be corruption because there's love, no one really watching it. There's a bunch of places like that around the Smoky Mountains where there's just like little roadside. Uh, it's, it's it's a guy that does like woodworking or pottery or both, and he's got a whole shop set up. Yeah, the the shop I stopped at, it, it, it felt like a movie. Even the guy there, how's it going? Well. I might have some dinosaur. Like he just—he just seemed like a character. I, I, I do have a lot of jerky. Do you want to buy some jerky? It just, it, they it always just, have jerky. You walked in there, and it was—you remember the moment. And that is a supposed Sasquatch skull. So oh apparently, gosh. they have proof of Bigfoot at this uh, museum. That shit would look so tight on my dining room table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna eat next to that? And how about that? That is a. Uh, that's a Bigfoot statue made of sticks. That's what I want. Yeah. That would be amazing in my yard. That will not hold up in a hurricane. No. <laughs> that fucking thing would be annihilated. Those sticks would just be uh, flying all over the place. Yeah. Hey, I, I bought this uh, sculpture. It's called Projectile Sculpture. <laughs> it's called the Death of Your Bigfoot. neighbors are going to be like, fuck you. They call it the blinder. <laughs> Fly right into your eyes. So many twigs. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would be stick your head outside to see what's going on with the storm. And You're a dick if you buy that in hurricane season <laughs> yeah. and put that in your yard. Your neighbors would hate you. Yeah, that could be rough. <laughs>
All right, well, thank you for all the uh, ideas. You can always send them to us, mail at kbjshow.com. Enjoy your Monday. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.